by Riverside. season it is it is week five of picking with dan dave and mike bye weeks have started international games are in full swing and for the second week in a row we have one of our parlays that hit dave sicko teaser of the week finally hit i think this is the first time in two seasons so we're going to look back we're going to play the clip of what he said that teaser was and then i'm sure he's going to have plenty of words of wisdom for us this is yet to hit again, and it's a teaser, not even, you know, something like a crazy parlay. Anyway, uh, teaser, plus 229, uh, 7.5-point teaser. We're getting a lot extra here. We're going to go Houston, plus 10.5. Washington, plus 15.5. That's a lot of points for a decent football team. Uh, 49ers, minus 6.5. AC, minus 2, because Zach Wilson has no testicular fortitude. And uh, Seattle, plus seven and a half because they're just better. So there, there's the sicko teaser of the week, and I believe it'll be the first hit. And it did hit. And if you want to know more about that testicular fortitude comment, listen to our highlight video that was posted, some bonus content about week four. But, Dave, congrats, man. Let the people know how you feel and how you're going to follow up this week. Yeah, there's uh... – that was a big week for me, boys. That was a big-time week. We needed that for about two years now. Uh, last year was a struggle. Um, but, yeah, that was a big week. Teaser hit, uh, and it should. I it felt good about it all week. Uh, Houston stayed hot. Washington was an easy cover. Mike, uh, you should have listened to us. Uh, and then uh, Zach Wilson looked great, but the better team came out on top and covered that minus two. So, yeah, I'm excited to get another sicko teaser to go two and two uh, the last two weeks and, and hopefully have another solid week for the show. Gotta love how we can just hold on there at the very end to get a victory for our good old Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time Andy stepped on anyone's neck, Dan? <laughs> but let's keep the good times rolling. It was an incredible week for the show. I'm we're going to start with the show's record. 26 of our 33 picks were correct. Ooh. Dave had everything correct in the Sunday afternoon slate. All eight games, well, Thursday and through Sunday. What a start for the kid. Dave, eight correct picks out of his 10. Primetime was a little rough for him, but it's all right. It's still a great week. He's 15 of 31 and one parlay hit on the season. Mike, also with a solid eight correct picks. Mm. And his other ones were close. He's 21 of 31 with one parlay pick. That's, That's crazy. And I was 10 of 13 for an overall record of 24 and 37. If you're checking on the show, we're 60 of 99. For picking and for betting, that's profitable. Oh, yeah. Especially with two parlays and a teaser. Yeah. So, um, one thing that we're going to start this week is I'm going to track our picks. 
and we're going to base our unit off $10, and we're just going to see what our money-wise is for the week. We bet on almost all of these that we talk about during the show, but let's quantify it a little bit, boys, and let the people know that we're where they come for their picks. And sometimes we're going to mess up. We're going to have our bad weeks. We'll talk about Dave's week one of two of ten. It's going to happen. Dave has more of those than anyone. But <laughs> it's, what I just want to know is Dave still team paid? Because I mean, I, I think after last week, I cost a lot perfect. of. Yeah, go ahead. Do we need to look back at what Dave said about fading him? Just no. to remind everyone. <laughs> no, we won't. That's also in the highlights for week four Dave, video. You just need to be super clear week to week, whether it's fade or whether you're you know going to do what you did last week. So yeah, we need like a little little. Uh, sicko vibe kind of thing i'm feeling on the week before we start (laughs) yep okay all right i can do that shade (laughs) (laughs) i like that well boys it's a beautiful thursday to be together but we have football tonight so the chicago bears the zero and four chicago bears at the two and two commanders commanders are favored by six 44 and a half is the total in this football game. Dave, as always, they are your boys. I will let you kick us off. Yeah, let's let's start off strong here. I think um, we should all have a little round of applause for the Bears. They looked really good um, for a lot, a lot of that game. Uh, Justin Fields, best career, uh, career game. Uh, I keep seeing people talking crap about the, the fumble and the interception. It's like, it is what it is. The fumble didn't seem, I don't know. I don't know football like some people, but it was kind of a bang-bang thing. Either way, he threw four touchdowns and over 300 yards. If you can't win that ball game, that's not on him. That There's got to be some defense in there. Uh, the defense continues to suck. This Washington team is coming off a game that they might have should have won. In Philly, mm-hmm. um, there's a, I saw a weird catch that was not called a catch. Uh, either way, they are capable of playing some damn good football. Uh, I am going to take Washington minus six here. I um, hope my boys can look sharp. But uh, just overall, the Washington D-line up against our O-line, who looked a little better, it scares me too much. We're on the road, uh, short week. It, it just doesn't add up well for one of the worst teams in football. So, so give me Washington and uh, – Hoping my boys can maybe pull through. All right, Mikey. Yeah, I said it in week four. I'll say it in week five. I am following Dave on the Bears every freaking game. Uh, Last week, I think he said it was going to be like a 27 to 26 game um, and and still picked uh, the the positive on that Uh, because you you didn't – I can't remember. Did you do Denver? I think you did. Um, You did – you did Denver, and you said that Denver is going to win twenty-seven to twenty-six. Uh, I believe I have to mm-hmm. go back to, to the to that, but um, I am going to continue to uh, follow Dave on all Bears. Uh, he's a subject matter expert. Um, he's been fantastic so far, almost predicting the exact score in weeks three and four uh, for a Bears game. Yeah, we both had Chicago, or we all three Chicago plus three and a half. Yep. So they did cover. They did. Um. Last week's Bears game, that was a battle of bad teams. Um, Commanders are a respectable team. Um, 
I think this one does get ugly again. Uh, so Washington minus six. We're all on the same page for that one. Uh, Bears very well could have the number one and the number two overall pick if Carolina continues on the path that they're on right now. Um, so saw a funny one. Dave, I sent it to you. You probably didn't find it funny. There's one professional sports team that has not won a game since Elon Musk bought Twitter, and it is the Chicago Bears. There's a reason I didn't answer. (laughs) Football again all day Sunday. The Jacksonville Jaguars and the Buffalo Bills will meet in London. That was actually a really fun game, Jacksonville and Atlanta last week. If you didn't watch the Toy Story broadcast, there was a lot of glitches in the beginning of it. But it was actually pretty entertaining. It also looked like all of the players were humping each other while they were in the huddle. And I think Slinky's dick fell off at one point. <laughs> Dave, did you watch the Toy Story? I did. Uh, I liked it a lot. I thought it was so accurate, too. Like, they showed the video. Of, uh, they went back and showed Trevor Lawrence scrambling out of the pocket. And, like, the way he moved and the way it showed on the Toy Story one, it was, like, identical. I think it was really cool. Yeah, I think that that's, uh, you know, as they look to ways to grow the game and get a younger fan base, like, my kids sat there and watched it. They never watched Toy Story, and they'll sit and watch football, but they they really did like that version of the broadcast with the claw bringing the ball down, Slinky being the down or the the line to gain. Uh, pretty enjoyable. It's good to see. I wouldn't want to see it every week, but it's kind of like the Nickelodeon game. It's just a good little change that I'll flip back and forth between the broadcasts. But back to this one, Buffalo is favored by five and a half, coming off of a big win over Miami last week. And uh, 48 and a half being the total in this one. Uh, Mikey, I'll let you kick us. Yeah, you know what? I'm going here, baby. Uh, We are going Bills all day long. I did say last week I thought Jacksonville um, is is probably a little bit more comfortable and especially back-to-back weeks overseas. Um, But Jacksonville did not just – I mean, it started out strong, but they did not show me a whole lot. And they haven't showed me a whole lot this entire season. Uh, Bills are fired up, man. Um, they're going to be fired up to play in that year in that Europe uh, European game, and I'm going to go Bills uh, minus five and a half. And I'm not even concerned about missing this one. Yeah, Jacksonville's offense struggled, especially in the second half. Their defense was incredible, and uh, Buffalo's coming off playing uh, a Miami team that has a very good defense and a powerful offense. We were texting during that Miami uh, Buffalo game of, you know, I'm thinking the vibes are right. This is Rams Chiefs a couple years ago, shootout, and then the Bills defense kicked in, and and that was a completely different level of defense. That was insane watching them just shut down that high powered offense. Uh, I'm Jacksonville and watching that tape. I'm worried. Uh, Buffalo minus five and a half here is pretty simple for me as well. So, Dave? Uh, okay. Uh, well, for my sake, I'm going to go. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty eh, I don't know. I, we're not team fade. We're not team. Sh- I, don't, I don't know which one we're at on this one, but I am going to fade you boys. Um, I'm taking the Jags plus five and a half. Um, a few concerns here. The Bills have looked unbelievable the last two weeks. 
Uh, I doubt they play as good as they've looked in the last two weeks. They're, they got to travel all the way to London. Uh, they're coming it's not off a that big, far of a flight from Buffalo. I don't care. It's a whole different, a whole different atmosphere. It's a long flight. It's uh, the Jags have been there for the second week now, so there's something to that as well. Um, but yeah, what you guys said about the Jags, I am 100% agreeing with. They have not been impressive this year. They're not clicking on offense like they did last year. Uh, and I think we got to remember that the Jags kind of still, I mean, they not too long ago, they were one of the worst teams in football. So they're still kind of developing. Trevor Lawrence, I think, is the next guy. He's, he's, he's unbelievable. He's just not really clicking with his guys right now. Uh, the Jags defense has looked good at times. So I'm hoping that the Bills kind of have a down week here. Uh, Josh Allen gets back to turning the ball over and maybe just getting that travel and the Jags having the extra week will give them the edge. So giving the Jags plus five and a half and uh, hoping for maybe a little late cover. All right. Can can I point something out super quick before we go to the next game? Yep. Because I know my brother-in-law, who's from Buffalo, is having PTSD of over the last time that the Jags played Buffalo and the Josh Allens met. I don't know if you guys remember that. I think it was a couple of years ago. Uh, Jacksonville actually ended up winning that game 10-6. to 6. Uh, I believe that was the score. It was a very low-scoring game, um, and – you do remember that, yeah, because Josh Allen was all over Josh Allen in that game. But I think you see a different Bills team this year, this, uh, this week. I mean, I wouldn't mind if they lost. That would be good later down the road. Oh yeah, for a potential one seed if boys continue bad. to play well. For sure, but but uh, to me, doing the smart bet is Buffalo on this one. But Dave, I, I definitely understand your points that you laid out there. AFC South matchup that we're going into next, a battle of two and two teams, the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. This is our first Sunday noon game. It will be on CBS that we were talking about today. Tennessee is favored by one, so make it a pick 'em. 42 and a half being the line here. I have no idea what to think of this game. Um, the Tennessee team that showed up against Cincinnati last week was dominant. Um, you know, we're not going to talk about the Bengals this week, but uh, red flags definitely up in Cincinnati. There's something wrong there. And, but we don't know what Tennessee team's going to show up this week. We don't know what Indianapolis team's going to show up. Both of them can play decent football this year. Uh, is this going to be one of those games that's just a sloppy mess, or is it going to be a football game that's tight to the end? I, I couldn't tell you. And, and this is one I've watched back a lot of their games this season, just thinking about this one and how I want to go on it. And I, I still don't know. I'm not 100% sure, and I don't really like picking this one on either side. But if I'm going to flip a coin, I'm going to hope it lands on Derrick Henry. And I'm just going to take Tennessee minus one here. Mike? Yeah, I'm with you, man. Uh, coin flip all day long. Um, I think the Colts are averaging like 21 points a game, though. So I think they get some points. I, you know, I'm looking – I'm feeling like a 24 to 21 game here. Um, and to your point, Derrick Henry got rolling. Uh, once he usually gets rolling, he usually continues to roll. So I'm going to stay away from money line. I'm going to stay away from uh, the, the positive and the negative one here. I'm just going to go over 42 and a half. I think there are some points scored. I think there might even be a defensive touchdown, maybe. Ooh. Get sloppy. I'm not predicting that. I'm just saying. <laughs> It'll be points. 
All right, Dave. All right, I guess Mike and I are going to just fight all show. Um, Ooh. I'm going to take the under here. Uh, okay. I think, uh, what's the Colts quarterback? Uh, Richardson, assuming he's playing again. Uh, he had a really mm-hmm. nice second half last week. That team looked terrible in the first half. Uh, Rams got out early against them. Uh, but I like him. I mean, I've seen some good stuff. He can run the ball. He, he's, uh, he's has some good uh, placement downfield on a few throws. Uh, but still not proven. You know, he's still a rookie quarterback. He's going to go into, uh, you know, they're playing Tennessee, who might not have the best offense, but uh, or best defense, but they're always competitive. So I'm hoping just both teams keep the ball on the ground and, and uh, we run the clock out. So give me the under. I like it. I like it when you two fight. Normally gives me pretty good clips. <laughs> Probably the best 0-4 team in the NFL, and we, if you look at how they played, will be in Detroit. The 0-4 Panthers, the 3-1 Lions, noon on Fox. Detroit is favored by 9.5 in this game, 44.5 being the total that Vegas has put out for us. Um, Detroit looks good. Carolina... Uh, they put together quarters that are good. When can we put together halves and, and games that are good? Um, they're due. Uh, they are playing good football. 0-4 is not how that team has played. Nine. I'm going to take this pick just because 9.5 is a lot, even in Detroit. So I do think Detroit will win the game but I think Carolina is going to cover nine and a half points in this game. So give me Carolina plus nine and a half. Dave? Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, another under here, under 44 and a half. Uh, kind of going back to my same thought on the game before uh, Bryce Young, assuming he's playing. I didn't know if he got hurt last week, but um, – He's looked all right, you know. He's he's getting pressured, and uh, but he's like the same thing with Richardson. Not proven yet. Still learning. Uh, they're not scoring a whole whole lot of points. Their defense is decent. So, uh, hopefully, the Lions come in, win this ball game, and uh, it's not a blowout. And uh, uh, Carolina's defense can kind of hold up against uh, Jared Goff. So, give me the under here. All right, Mike. The Panthers on the road are giving up thirty point five points per game right now with the two games they played. Totally not a lot of data, right? Um, but I do think that Detroit is, like you said, Dan, I think they're a really good team. I still don't think Carolina's figured it out. Um, and so with that being said, I, I like a double-digit win here at Detroit. I think Detroit um, pretty much does what they did last Thursday. Uh, I believe that was to, was it the Commanders? Uh, Green Bay. Green Bay, yeah. Uh, similar game here. Um, I, I got Detroit um, double digits. All right. Detroit on extra rest, too. Yeah. The one and three Giants at the three and one Dolphins. This is another noon game. Miami favored by 11, 49 and a half. The number in this one. Disgusting, disgusting matchup. Mike. Ooh, I get to start this one off. You get to start this one off. Love it. <laughs> You know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say the same thing. Miami by a million, baby. The Giants are awful. They are awful. Um, it was really – I was I was going back and listening to last week's episode. I texted Dan, and I said, you know, you really nailed it on the, you know, the offensive line for New York being a huge factor with that game. 
um, last week. And, man, New York's offensive line is horrendous. Nine sacks, I believe. Ten. Ten that they gave up. Um, so I, I think Miami is going to have a freaking field day. I'm going to, I'm going to call this the Denver Broncos episode, episode two. Does McDaniels kick the field goal to hit 73? <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Yeah. Same page as Mike here. Uh, only, you know, the giants haven't shown us once this season besides the second half of Arizona that they can even play football. I mean, they are terrible. Absolutely awful. The O, o- line is terrible. Daniel Jones is getting smoked, and when he does have time to throw, he's making bad decisions. Uh, the one thing that really bothers me a lot about this offense is you go and get Darren Waller, one of the best players in the NFL, especially a tight end, mm-hmm. uh, and they're not incorporating him. Uh, San Francisco double-teamed him. Got to find a way. There's a way to get that guy the ball. He's one of your best playmakers. Find a way to do it. Miami's defense is eh. But uh, give me Miami minus 11, and I see a win by 20. Yeah, we all have Miami minus 11 here, and I'm going to add in the over on this game. Just thinking Miami's just going to bust out. I, I would like to think that but uh, may not play the fourth quarter, honestly, if the Giants show up how they've showed up. Giving up 10 sacks is uh, atrocious. Uh, you've got to look to do something there. If you are the Giants, you, you can't have that. And, you know, it's a good point with Daniel Jones. When he throws the ball, you don't know where it's going, but it's because he's running for his life. Um, like, uh, that was sad to watch on Monday night. It was tough to watch on Monday night. Like, uh, it very well could have been a competitive football game. I think Miami's going to be bad this week after last, last week's loss. Probably, and they're yeah. back at home. Yeah. It'll be nice and warm. Someone's I mean, I, I have a question. Talking about cooking, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you're taking the over, and you know Miami's going to have to score fifty to cover the over, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, what? It might be forty-three to three, and you get screwed. I mean, let's dink. Take a chance, baby. Oh my God, man! This team is awful. They've led for 10 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. They're bad. But we're just going to see what Miami can do here. I, I am going to heavily rely on Miami in this one. And Giants might be able to find a way to get 10, especially in garbage time. You see Danny Dimes get a tablet thrown at him last week? No. Yeah. By head who? Coach, head coach came over and showed him on a wheel route, how a guy was wide the freaking open. And instead he throws it to the double covered guy. And, and I think it was a pick or an incomplete pass and literally just throws his iPad in Danny's direction and like nearly hits him like, like a Frisbee. It was crazy. Did Danny take the iPad and show his lineman just lay down when the ball snapped on the next one? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dysfunction out in New York. The Philadelphia Eagles will be traveling to Los Angeles. 3.05 kickoff on Fox. Not a lot of the country is going to see this game. Uh, Philly is favored by 4.50 and a half is the total in this one. Rams are streaky. Puka Nachua, though, that's probably my favorite player in football right now. And I just love saying his name. Yeah. But Eagles, this is going to be one – 
I think it's going to be one that they're just going to want to hold the ball. We've talked about it the last couple weeks. Uh, Hold the ball, run it down, score a few points. Uh, I'm not going to touch the total in this game, but the Eagles are by far the better football team here, and they'll win this game by four-plus. So, Dave? We are here. Oh, baby. Oh, oh, we're here, boys. This this is a big one. This is one of my biggest ones of the year so far. Like I am literally jumping up and down in my in my room right now. Um, really excited about this one. It's either going to make me look like the biggest idiot and uh, go back to the fade, or I'm going to be a genius. Uh, Cooper Cup is likely going to play. That's a big addition for them. Uh, like you said, your favorite uh, player. He's amazing. He's fun to watch. Stafford's looked, you know, decent, showing us showing some old Stafford and some really bad Stafford. Are you ready? Rams money line. Ooh, I have not been as impressed, even though the record's great, with the Eagles. Okay, they're giving up a lot of points. My uh, Minnesota went in there, almost won the ball game. Washington put up thirty-one on them. That defense is not the same as it was last year. It's a good defense, but it's not performing like it was. And Hurts is playing good, but he's throwing more picks this year. He's not playing as well as last year. The Rams have looked decent this year. I think they get their first loss right here, the Eagles. Give me Rams money line. Eagles right now, um, I'm sorry, Rams money line, plus 170. And the lines come down. Cooper Cup might catch the ball 15 times. Ooh. Mikey, what do you got? Yeah, so I, I was actually thinking about this game, and I was going to go um, – earlier I was going to go under, and but then I started really thinking about this game. And to Dave's point, um, I, I, the Rams have overperformed this year. I really – I think week one or before it started um, in week one, we talked about the Rams, and, and I think all of us – pretty much said that they were going to fire. Um, Cooper Cup being out, uh, missing several defensive players from the last couple of years. Um, yeah, I mean, they traded their running back, right? Um, so I was like, – I'm, I'm kind of with you here, Dave. I'm not going to go that route, though. One thing that I know about this game is there's going to be points in this game. Um, if the Eagles get a big lead, the Rams will find ways to score to come back. Um, and maybe not come back, but – um, that's some touchdowns. So I'm just going to go over. I know 50.5 uh, is a big number, um, but I think that this game goes over. I really do. And I think someone's scoring 35 to 42 points in this game. I, I love that, Mike. I, I love that. I think I think Stafford might throw the ball 50 times in this game. Yeah, I, I agree. He's going to throw out a shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uncle Rico. Can we talk? Got an absolute shit show garbage time game that we have next. 325 on CBS. The 1-3 Jets at the 1-3 Broncos. Denver favored by two here, 43 being the total. I do not agree with this line. I do not agree with Denver minus two. Trap? At all. If we look at the Zach Wilson that showed up in prime time and the Russell Wilson that has showed up the past 
20 weeks of NFL action, you, you have to go off recent memory. That team can build off of that performance against the Chiefs. The defense is good for the Jets. The offense is the struggle. The Broncos, the offense is eh. The defense is awful. I mean, Zach Wilson in that offense, mostly with the defense, but kept that game close. Very well could have won it if the Chiefs weren't holding on at the end. Phantom hold call, by the way. <laughs> but I'll take it all day long. All day. All day, every day. Jets plus two, and give me the under in this game. These are – the Broncos are bad. The Jets, I think, are the better team of these two absolute shit shows. Dave? Yeah, I was kind of um, very confused with the line. Uh, it's in Denver, correct? Correct. I think that's the only reason. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But, I mean, we have to remember before last week, like everyone knows, Zach Wilson has looked worse than Justin Fields. He looked like the worst quarterback in the NFL. Um, and it's going to – I mean, he played unbelievable. we got to give him credit. He played great versus KC. He made some great throws on the outside uh, and looked comfortable. He was getting the ball out quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he does that, I see the Jets winning this easily. The Denver – I mean, we just put up 28 on them in, in literally two and a half quarters. Um, but I'm not going to touch the line. I'm going to take the under here. I'm going to I'm gonna kind of hope Zach goes back to his old, old ways a little bit. Slows back down, and Russ uh, will obviously not be cooking. My last mark, the same thing as I uh, said last week about the Chicago-Denver game, uh, in parentheses, I just have trash again. So there's my reasoning for the under. Before we go to Mike here, I watched that game back, and I watched it in the 11-on-11 camera on, uh, on NFL Plus. Dave, I know that sometimes you watch that one as well. And I compared it to the couple games before, and it's a wide angle. You see everyone on the field, and it looked like what the Jets did against the Chiefs is they simplified that game plan. A lot of short routes, medium routes. He wasn't looking to take shots, and that was the difference. Like They were trying to make shot plays earlier, and he's just not there for that. But you're taking those high-percentage passing plays, and you're getting your five, your six. You're going to break off a couple big ones every now and then off of that, but they all start from short passes. If they can continue that, Denver can't tackle. That's going to make – I think that yeah. that's the key to the game here. So, Mike. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in agreement with all of you all on everything, including Dave's comment about trash and how this should be a 2.30 uh, a.m. Tuesday morning game. Should we petition um, the NFL for that being a time slot? We need to, man. We need to do flex just for, like, the worst games. On ESPN 8, the Ocho? The Ocho, yes. <laughs> um, this is what I'll say. Um, Jets versus Bills. Bills only had 16 on them. Jets versus Patriots. Patriots only had 15 on them. Um, Jets versus Chiefs. Chiefs only got 20 on them, and 17 were in the first quarter. They scored three games throughout the, the last three quarters of that game. Um, this defense is is going to maul um, Denver. And to your point, Dan, I think that um, Zach got some things going. I really believe that they need to get Brees Hall um, and uh, Cook 
involved early, uh, set up some play action, do some short passes, maybe some screen routes, get Zach comfortable. Because it seemed like once he got comfortable uh, on Monday Night Football, he started to really roll. So um, getting comfortable, and I got Jets uh, plus two. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets won outright. In fact, I think they will. Yeah. Could actually be a decent game to watch. Too bad we'll be watching a different. Don't don't say that. It will not be a good game to watch. Tony Romo and Jim Nance will be in Minneapolis. Wow, I can't talk. You have problems with the Vikings and Nance. I do. Yeah, yeah. Once again, another pitch for the high five minute highlight video where I got schooled on Justin Jefferson because clearly I don't watch enough Vikings football. It, it's the stupid horn. Or his career horn. I can't do the horn when the Vikings are at home. The every fucking play. It's exhausting. I'm gonna be sick watching it. But um, Chiefs at Vikings. Kansas City favored by four and a half. Forty three is the total. Correction. Fifty three is the total for this game. Um, Ride my boys here. KC minus four and a half. Andy will fix that offense and some of the things that we've seen against a defense that is not as good uh, in the Minnesota Vikings. And you know what? For shits and giggles, give me the over in this game as well. Mike. Uh, God, I hate doing this. But, um, no. I No, it's not going to be that dramatic, Dave. Calm down, princess. If you touch Minnesota, you're kicked off the show. Um, so I, 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 I went with the Jets last week against Kansas City, um, thinking that nine and a half points was just a lot of points, right? Um, which is funny because Mahomes could have totally gotten over that 10 points if he would have just gone one more yard, but totally understand why. Smart he's, football play. Yeah, very smart. He gets zero shits about that. I guess a win's a win. But there were some people in Kansas that were texting me, showed me that text message. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, neither here nor there. I think that, um, I think that the Chiefs win, um, but I think it's a I think it's a last minute field goal. I'm with Dan. I think there are going to be a lot of points here, but for the second week in a row, which I hate doing, uh, I'm going to do I'm going to go like plus four and a half. Um, I don't think that the Chiefs if the Chiefs win, I don't think that they win by much. I hope they win, um, but I think it's a three point game, so I'm going to go with four and a half plus four and a half. Dave, oh my God. That just pissed me off. You're going to re- disrespect your boys like that against Minnesota? They're one and three. It's the North, dude. We don't know how to play football. Come on. I'm so disappointed in you. Anyway, moving on. Uh, my whole thing here is uh, Patrick Mahomes is a $500 million star, and I love him, but uh, he looks bad. Versus the Jets, he was you know running around his he those interceptions were terrible. I understand what he was trying to do. You just don't see him do that, and and he, you know he's looked decent this year, but the offense as a whole has, has just got off to a slow start. Uh, but the defenses look great, which is you know obviously held them in a lot of games. Um, besides the Bear game, we won't talk about that. But um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Matt Nagy quits, you know, messing around here. Maybe uh, Big Red gets in there and kind of says, "Listen up, bud, we're gonna call the plays I want to call." And uh, I'm gonna go Chiefs minus four and a half here. I think it's a no brainer. I don't know what Mike was talking about, but I am Team Fade most of the time, so be careful. 
Um, but, yeah, I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes just gets going versus defense. They're not that good on that side of the ball. I don't care what's on the off- offensive side of the ball. It's not going to be enough to catch up the Super Bowl contending team. I have a comment and a question. So my co- my comment being, and and I hate these. When I look at this, like all of my heart says, okay, Chiefs minus four and a half, right? I mean, because like that, I, I but I don't bet emotionally, and that's the reason why sometimes I hedge against the Chiefs because I'm like, oh, my Dan hates that too. Either way, the the Bucks, I'm sorry, the Vikings have played four weeks, one possession game against the Panthers, one possession game against the Chargers, one possession game against the Eagles. And one possession game against the Vikings. Hell, even in preseason, they lost 18 to 17. One possession. The Vikings keep games close against good caliber teams. I'm, I'm looking at the Eagles. I'm looking at uh, Eagles on a road, too. And I'm looking at the Chargers. So that is the only reason why I'm going with that. My question to you, Dan, because you said last week that you hadn't seen a lot from Justin Jefferson this week, and then we threw down some stats. <laughs> but. You said, "Hey, if he, if he, <laughs> big middle figure there, um, if he, oh, so he got two tutties. You said if he gets two tutties this game, uh, I, I believe in. Are you a, a JJ believer yet, or does he need to score four this week? Well, yeah. After getting called out and being pummeled as an idiot last week, and I truly was because, like I said, I didn't watch a lot of Viking football because, like, I." I, I I just can't. But I did go back and watch all of them. And yes, JJ's good. He's he's fine. And yeah, he's good. <laughs> no, he he's we're, the best. We're gonna shut him down this. No, you're not. But yeah, we'll shut him down. It'll be okay. No, that's you're not gonna shut him out. Shut him down, but. You can you can win the ball game. All right, Sunday night football is the the game of the prime times to watch. The other one, not so much. Um, Sunday night football, the Cowboys will be in San Francisco, three and one. Cowboys four and O Forty Niners. San Francisco is favored by three and a half in this game. Forty five being the total in this one. San Francisco pulled out their dick. And stomped it down last week. Mm. CMC, um, four tutties. Yeah, I was going to say, CMC did that, not San Francisco. It's a team game, Dave. But yes. Um, Dak's going back on the road. Can be questionable. Another team in red on the road. Cardinals. 49ers. Um I think this is going to be a close football game, though. Uh, one possession, maybe a 10-point win for San Francisco. Give me San Francisco minus three and a half. And as a little sprinkle, sprinkle on top, just because you have to CMC with a touchdown in the game. Bold, bold since he's scored a touchdown in 18 straight games. But you, yes. You have to. Just a, that, just a, a little, just a little sprinkle, sprinkle. sprinkle. I, like I mean, if, if, since you got your phone off. out, what? Yeah, what's the odds on CMC to score a t- uh, an anytime tutty about minus, minus 180. 180? I was going to say sure. 175, somewhere in there. But, Dave, what are your thoughts on the Cowboys and 49ers? I have a very bold prediction on this game. Okay. 
Um, I'm not going to take the Cowboys money line, but I am going to take the Cowboys plus three and a half. This is why. Um, I have kind of we everyone's been talking about this ever since Purdy came in. When's he going to have his bad game? Yep. When, when's it going to happen? Hasn't happened. It, I mean, the last game I watched him play, I can't remember who they were playing. It might have been the Giants who they got by, but he didn't look great in the first, you know, 10 minutes of that game. Uh, he's playing a serious defense, even without Diggs. I mean, this defensive line is insane. Uh, he's going to be pressured. He's going to have to do things he hasn't done yet this season. He has to play a big-time game. CMC can only do so much versus a defense like this. Um, I'm going to take the Cowboys plus three and a half. It should be an awesome game. I mean, just one of the best games. Uh, but I'm going to predict that uh, Cowboys maybe win this outright and Purdy has his first bad game of his career. Before I go to Mike, let me play devil's advocate on you here. Yeah, the Cowboys defense is legit. But we can't discount the 49ers defense either. Oh, they I'm not. May not. They may not put all the pressure on Dak, but the secondary will put pressure on the receivers to force Dak into a mistake, I think. Oh, I know. Both both defenses are insane. I just think Purdy hasn't faced this yet. This I mean, he did last year. Or did they play? No. Uh, but, like, so far this season, he has not played a D-line like this. That's all I'm trying to say. And luckily, they're at home. But, uh, yeah, I think Cowboys maybe pull this out. But, yeah, I, I think Purdy's going to have his first foul game. But I see what you're saying. Yes. Mike. It's Purdy, what, 9-0 and now in regular season games? Maybe even more than that. 10-0. Yeah, 10 or 11-0. So the kid from Iowa State, uh, Mr. Irrelevant, definitely irrelevant right now. Um, they are going to dink and doink the Cowboys to death uh, to um, negate that uh, defensive pass or pass rush. Uh, I got the 49ers here. I think that this one actually gets out of hand. I think that the Cowboys get desperate. Dak tries to do Dak things, start seeing ghosts, um, and you start to see a lots of turnovers from the Cowboys. So I'm going 49ers, minus three and a half. Pretty confident about that one. The last game that we are going to talk about to wrap up week five is Monday Night Football. Talk about a dumpster fire. Two and two Packers at the one and three Raiders. Green Bay is favored by two and a half, 44 and a half. The total that has been blessed upon us by those in Vegas. This is garbage. Bad. It's going to be another battle of bad teams, I think. You know, that that could be the only thing that saves it is a battle of bad teams. So, not a lot to say here. Green Bay minus two and a half for me. Dave, I will kick it to you. I am fading Danda. I am taking Raiders' money line and hoping that uh, Garoppolo plays. Yes, this team has looked terrible, uh, but when Garoppolo plays, they definitely look better. Um, they have too much talent. They have too much offensive talent to look this bad. Garoppolo is a functioning quarterback. Yes, he's not amazing. You have Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers, and whoever their running back is. I'm blanking Josh on. Josh Jacobs, he led the league in rushing last year. Exactly. He is – I mean, they have plenty of talent on that side of the ball to keep up with this dumpster fire of a defense in Green Bay, who I hate. Uh, so give me Raiders' money line, and I think, I think they win by 10. I'm going to call it early. Here we are in week five. Josh McDaniels will be the first coach fired this season. He is the problem in Las Vegas. Mike? Um, 
I think you have a couple. I, I don't even. I don't even need to talk about this one. I'm just going with the over, man. I don't like it. It might be so bad it's good. Maybe. I've seen that before. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We have reached the end of week five. Now it's time to get into our favorite segment of the show, our special bets of the week. We've got the sicko teaser of the week, the drunk Mike bet of the week, and the Danda crazy parlay of the week. As always, I will kick this one off. I have not hit yet this season. I'm the only one that hasn't, and to try to do that, I have lessened my odds just a little bit. Got them below the plus 1,000 mark. We're going to come in at plus 929 this week. All money line bets, five games. Mike only does four. It's a little soft. But here, here they are. All of these five teams I do predict will win this week. The Commanders, the Bills, the Eagles, the Chiefs. And here's the one. The Bengals go down again, this time to the Arizona Cardinals. What? Yep. I love it. They're trash. <laughs> what's what's that get you? Plus 929. Wow. Isn't it sad the Bengals are only favored by three against the Cardinals? They're bad. They're bad. Joey B got paid and can't play. His receivers are disgruntled, openly talking about it. They're just bad. Like, I didn't – I really debated putting them in this week's slate of games, but I, I didn't have anything good to say. So, good Mike, we got our drunk bet of the week ready? We do have our drunk bet of the week ready. So, um, in week two, I missed it by one leg. As Dan said, we do I do four uh, games. Missed it by one leg. Uh, week three, I hit. Um, and then and last week – uh, the dirty, dirty Bengals got me, and David even texted me like, Bengals, yes. So I'm never going to bet on the Bengals ever again. Um, so I'm going to go with the uh, Eagles money line. I'm going to go Bills minus five and a half. I'm going to go the Commanders over um, Dave's boys uh, straight up. And then I'm going to go 49ers money line. Um, that's going to get you a very nice plus 485. Um, and I think this one hits um it's kind of funny because the only game that i'm a little bit worried about out of these four is actually the washington commanders i don't know why just have the weird feeling about that there it's it's the chicago effect man get used to it (laughs) don't worry they get your hopes up and then they smash your brain in (laughs) dave can we follow up the sicko teaser of the week Yes, boys, I am feeling another winner this week. It is a big-time teaser plus 7.5 extra points, uh, big-time help. We're getting plus 266 on the odds. Still pretty good. Uh, five teams. The lines are going to be a little different than what we went through because I got them off our school, but they're pretty close. Um, but first one, uh, Miami bought down to minus 3.5. Texas plus nine and a half because I'm riding the CJ Stroud train right now. Uh, Rams plus 12 because they're going to win outright. Chiefs plus three because I guess Justin Jefferson's a bad receiver. And the Cowboys plus 11 because they might win outright as well. That is my uh, sicko teaser for the week. Going to go two for two in the last two. All right. Week five kicks off tonight on Amazon. Guys, it's been a pleasure once again. 
We'll meet again next week. With that, this has been another edition of Pick'em with Dan, Dave, and Mike. Legend.